What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition. You know, another little rendition, another episode, another uh, you know, staple of the hard count. We're here, we're back, we're better than ever, of course. And uh listen, I'm host, I'm with my boy CJ as per usual, and of course, we're here to bring you excellent NFL content, but most important thing that I need to know every single week before I can continue on with my day, or at night, I should say. CJ, how you doing, guy? All is well, man. Doing great. Good weekend. Uh, had a good time. Just relaxing. Chilling with the fam. So, yeah, it was good. How about you, man? Oh, uh, you know. CJ, we're living the dream out here. Why not? <laughs> what, what, what more could you do? I'm usually supposed to be in school until 7. My 4 to 7 was virtual today, so I got to be home instead of, you know, being at the school. That's always nice. Uh, you know, also, by the way, great decision I made that, uh, I got really bored at school and, you know, we got Peacock for free for a year. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch some things on here. Realized the WWE is on there. And I also realized they got a nice little, like eight part, 10 part series about the Monday night wars started watching it. Fantastic content. Oh yeah. Swing that, uh, swing that account, man. What's I, up? I feel, I listen, say no more. Swing I that. I got you. Trying to see, trying to see some, uh, some, some stuff, man. Say less. Some Bel Air, some Bel Air. I got to catch up on that, especially yeah, after you know, yeah, transpire yeah, with transpire yeah, with the boy. Yeah. Can't go slapping, <laughs> you know. Can't go slapping Chris Rock these days. Listen, we're gonna get into it because listen, this is a football show, of course. We're, listen, we are no, we're pop culture relevant here, okay? Not irrelevant. We know, we know what the people want to talk about, and we're gonna get into it eventually. But listen. You know, I'm chilling. Watch my. I'm about four parts in to the, to the uh, Monday Night Wars. You know, I got a little Stone Cold in there, a little Rock in there, a little Hulk Hogan in there. You know what I mean? So, good time with that, and uh, we're gonna have a good time with this, CJ, as we always do. Yes, so, sir. With that being said, we'll jump off with uh. Well, the NFL can't go a week, a week, without giving us a trade of some kind. I mean, there. In fact, it's Tuesday. They're already slacking over here, not giving me another one. I mean, what, what are we talking about here? <laughs> but the big one, of course, that, by the way, see, I don't know if you agree with me. I feel like I've never seen a trade happen faster in my life. Bro, I had work at 11 o'clock. I wake up probably about 10, 15. I get to work about 10, 30. Listen, and these times might not might not be right, but, you know, the time frame is, is kind of what I'm going for here. You know what I mean? By 1030, I'm hearing, oh, they're looking to, to possibly trade him. You know, 1045, it's all of a sudden they're going to trade him. 11 o'clock, it's, it's down to the Jets and the Dolphins. 1115, he's on the Dolphins. And, of course, we're talking about Tyreek Hill. I mean, it's just unbelievable. And not only did he get traded, let me tell you something. The Chiefs got a nice little haul back for him. I'm just saying. I, I believe it's a one, a two. I believe they got a four, a, like a five, and a six. I mean. Yeah, two fours and a six. Yep. That's a lot of picks for one for one player, especially a wide receiver. Now, here's my other thing. I look at that trade. How did the Packers barely get anything for Devontae Adams? I'm confused now. I'm a little confuzzled here. So, well, that's a different story for a different day. But, CJ, our first two topics, of course, are talking about this, and I think we kind of meshed them a little bit because it's, you know, your reaction for that Tyreek Hill trade. And where does this put the Dolphins in the AFC and uh, the AFC East? And then, honestly, the AFC as a whole because 
listen, I think it changes a little bit. I don't think it I don't think this is, you know, if they would have traded for a, a very good quarterback or something like that, because we all know that's still the most important position. And while I'm still not a two guy, I still think it does something for him. But I want to hear what you have to say about it because this, this man CJ's on the show because he's insightful. It's a big move. It's a big move, Connie. I feel like He's such a dynamic player. I was shocked. I mean, no one, I don't think anyone saw it coming. And it just goes to show all the type of discussions and private discussions and talks that these teams have, you know, when discussing players, agents are being involved. I saw the interview with Drew Rosenhaus and Colin Cowherd like right after the trade. And, you know, he was pretty much breaking everything down and how Tyreek wanted a certain amount of money and how the Chiefs and, and Hill, they were at a, you know, at an agreement. But until that Devontae Adams deal, trade and deal, that's you know that's when negotiations start to go um, go differently uh, for both parties and and Tyreek wanted to be you know one the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL and uh, and the Chiefs you know wouldn't wouldn't budge on on the uh, on the contract that they had in place so uh, Drew Rosenhaus said you know I think the best situation is you know try to get a trade so both both parties could could be happy and and that's and that's what they did it happened really quick I saw Jets and Dolphins you know I felt like I you know those I don't I don't know how many teams knew about you know the 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 trade of getting Tyreek Hill. You would think more teams would be on that because of his you know explosiveness, but also some of these teams don't have the type of money that the Jets and, and the Dolphins have. So, you know, those look like those were the those were the best options for him and in Miami. Or maybe even the assets as well. Maybe the assets as well. Right, yeah, both. Yeah, both. Exactly. Having the assets and having the cap space. And, and that's that's very key when you try to get a player like like Tyreek Hill, and it's 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 a big move, like I said. And he's like I say, he's he's an explosive player. He brings you have to you know defend differently um, when 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 he's out there. You have to call certain plays as a defense because of the threat that you know he could you know take the ball whether he could go deep and go sixty yards or he could catch a short route and go sixty yards. I mean, just has that ability to take the top off the defense in both ways. And also, he could do kick return as well, if if need be, in certain situations. If you need a a big play to to change the momentum, so it was a big move, big move for for Miami, for the Chiefs. Yeah, they got a lot back. I mean, it was kind of like a quarterback deal, you know. When when you, when you looked at you know what they what they got back for for him, five picks, uh, one and a two, and then a couple uh, day three picks. So I think obviously they're gonna you know try to get a wide receiver. They just they just signed uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling to a three year thirty million dollar deal, which kind of he kind of has that element of speed, taking the top off the defense, kind of you know running running the streak route, and then bringing that element to the offense. And then also I'm pretty sure they're going to try to get a wide receiver as well in the draft with one of the two picks that they that they have. Um, and it just makes the most sense. And, and and we've been talking about this over the last few weeks about how deep this wide receiver class is. It seems like every year it's it has a lot of depth. Um, we're starting to see the the impact of wide receivers. Now, I mean, back in the day, people used to frown upon them. You could always get good wide receivers. Quarterbacks always make these guys. I feel like it's a it's a it's a pairing now. It's definitely a, a partnership between both. Well, obviously, the quarterback's more important. Obviously, the most important position. But you need those weapons on the outside, especially the way the league is going. Um, and you know, the better the quarterbacks, the better the weapons, the better the team. So, uh, can I make it, a comparison almost? You know, you said that it, it was kind of like wide receivers back then. Eh, you know, the quarterback makes them, and now they're very important. I feel like that's what running backs were. You know what I mean? 
Back in the day, right? Yeah. Yeah, they were everything. And, you know, you can't find another one like the one I got. And now it's like, bro, why'd you draft a why'd you draft a running back? You literally could have found somebody in the Kmart parking lot, put a couple put some pads on them, and been like, listen, buddy, I need you out there for 150. Like <laughs> exactly. I feel like I feel like it's the complete opposite of what it used to be. Yeah, the, the the league is changing, man. Um, it's just not as physical as it used to be from when, you know, throwing the ball deep. You know, these referees, they're going to throw the flag. They have the rules are in place to protect these guys in, in key situations when the ball is in the air. And, it, you know, the NFL, they want more points on the board. The middle. You used to die going yeah. in the middle. Yeah, exactly. Ed Reed, Palomalu, you know, when Woo! we, you know, when we were you know, in our younger days and then, back, you know, back in the day, you know, Jack Tatum yeah. and Ronnie Lott and those guys, Mel Blunt. You know, really just ending, ending careers, really, um, <laughs> seriously, back then. But, you know, the league with, with everything, I think it really started after that uh, after that lawsuit that the former player, like these former players that had maybe about 10 years ago. Yeah. And they got that settlement for like 300 and something million dollars. And that's when they started to like, okay, we need to, you know, change the rules, make it a little bit safer because we don't want to have, you know, another lawsuit like this, you know, 20, 30 years down the road. Um, and that's when you start to see some of these rules change, and and because of that, that's why that's why you see more points on on, on the board with, with these teams, and you see the quarterback play is also is heightened as well because of that. And yeah, and I, I just think Miami, the, the the offense looks really explosive right now. We'll see what Tua is. I know Mike McDaniel is supposed to be this you know offensive guru, um, creative guy, genius. You know, a lot, a lot of people like throwing that term around. Uh, but we're gonna we're gonna find out. <laughs> we're gonna find out how how good he is. Uh, we got Tua Tagovailoa, got Raheem Mostert at running back who did had some pretty good seasons with the Forty Nine track team out here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A, a lot of speed. Jalen Waddle had an excellent rookie season uh, as a wide receiver, underrated just because of how you know g- great Chase was in Cincinnati. But he had a great year as well, and it's a big year for Tua. Like you said, you say you're not a fan. I, I don't think a lot of people. Are fans. As soon as the trade happened, everybody just started. You know, just reassuring that Tua is mid, <laughs> and this is just reconfirming how mid he is, and and uh, you know all the memes, the, the baseball, the baseball meme, and uh, oh, yo, that was a good one. Yeah. Of, of the of the what was it? The shortstop thrown in and it hits the umpire. <laughs> and it hits the umpire, and then the one the one with Tebow in practice when he throws it, and it's like it goes all wobbly and sideways, and it hits uh, the floor. Just classic. I hope he's motivated. I mean, it's a lot of motivation. I'm sure. I mean. He, you know, of course, he's gonna say he doesn't see that stuff, but again, like I, I said this last week too, it, you just you, you can't you can't stay away from this stuff, man. And it's it's gonna happen. What's going on, Vic? What's good, brother? <laughs> exactly, he definitely is. He definitely Vic pulling is. Pulling up as always. Pulled up to Gen Z yesterday. Always appreciate the guy. So uh, yes, sir. come on there, pal. Yes, sir. Um, and and then and then for the yeah for so 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 for Miami's offense. It's it's dynamic. Mike Gesicki had a you know a, a down year last year, but you know when you had two explosive wide receivers like that on the outside, it should free him up for for some for some what easier did do, routes. What did it do for Travis Kelsey? <laughs> I mean, oh I'm yeah, yeah, one hundred, yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. It increased his game, and and it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a high powered offense for sure. I mean, two all two has to do is just two is probably right now he's like a younger version of Garoppolo. You know what's his what's his true upside going to be? Um, we don't know. I mean, I, people are already saying is you know he can't he can't get better from from here. I, I'm not I'm, I can't go that far because we have seen quarterbacks get better 
Uh, just, you know, fine tune little things year after year. It's just going to come down to whether or not the Dolphins are going are patient with him. Um, and then this year is going to is going to be a true test to see if he could um, continue that progression um, that he had last year. I mean, he has a winning record as a starter. Um, so that's, you know, that's, again, it's like Garoppolo. Garoppolo has a winning record. It's just and, and he has injury problems. I mean, they're pretty much the same same quarterback right now. It's just two no, is a I lot. Haven't, I, I haven't heard that comparison and I love it. Yeah, and, my, and where did Mike McDaniel just come from? Just came from just come just came from the 49ers. So I mean he knows how to deal with a guy that's you know that's good in the short to intermediate routes. And when you get two guys on the outside that can not only go, like I said, go the distance, but also get the yards after the catch off those short to intermediate routes, um, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great for that offense. Defenses are, you can't you and Miami was always a problem. I mean, they, they could have made the playoffs two of the, two of the last three seasons easily, you know, just a couple losses here and there um, where unfortunately they weren't able to make it. But they were in the hunt. They were right there. Now, we, as we know, the conference is, is much more competitive yeah. than what it was in years in these last two seasons. So um, you, you're going to you're going to need you know, you're going to have to catch a break in, in situations, but you're going to have to get some close wins. You're going to have to beat the teams you're supposed to beat um, to in order to make a statement and try to get in there. But. It's uh, it's it's definitely it definitely shakes up shakes up the AFC. I still don't see them in the playoffs. Um, you know, a lot of things can happen. A lot of things that happen. Everything on paper, obviously, that we talked last week about the you know top seven teams. Clearly, like you know, it, you know, if in a perfect world, those would be the seven teams that I make it. But you know, it, it, it we, you know injuries. This is a, still a violent league. You know, injuries could happen to certain positions, and one of these teams could come out of nowhere and, and possibly. Uh, and get get into the playoffs, and Miami could definitely be that. And they have a solid defense as well. Defense has been really good, and I, I think they're going to be very competitive. And you can't sleep on that team. You can't sleep on that team now, especially with the with the weapons that they have. Yeah, I mean, it, it changes a lot of things. Um, you know, we, we've seen that you can't. We saw it in Kansas City, and obviously, it's different because um, you had Tyreek Hill, and then you obviously had Kelsey, and both of them. You know, probably, I mean, Kelsey's probably the best tight end. Uh, I'm still a Kittle guy, just saying. I know he gets hurt, but, you know, I'm a Kittle guy. Um, And then you had Tyreek, who for a lot of people was top five, you know, top whatever you wanted, top three, whatever you wanted to say. Um, So you could really double anybody. But, I mean, you might get to the point in Miami you can't really double people either because Waddle, I think, what is he, like a 4-3? He's a four-three guy. Uh, I mean, Hill is what got to be in a four-two, something like that. Yeah. So definitely sub sub four-three for both guys. Yeah, yeah for sure. you're gonna have you're gonna have trouble, you know, looking at your corner and saying, "Listen, I need you to go one-on-one with him all day," and especially with you know with. Uh, well, I can. What, what's what's the new coach name? I just forgot it. Mike McDaniel's. Mike yeah. McDaniel's. Okay, especially with what he said. You know that he wants to use Tyreek like Debo. Now listen, I I, I have slight concerns with that though, because you look at Debo, he's a bigger dude. Like like yeah. Debo can run you over. I'm listen, I Tyreek fast as all hell. We know that cheetah for a reason. I'm I don't see him running between the tackles as much as Debo did, or running to the outside and getting hit that much. Yeah, I don't see I, yeah. Because that's at a certain point, that's going to be a lot for for Hill to take, and I, I don't know. I don't know if he can take 
take the hits like that that Debo did because, like I said, I just think Debo is a bigger, you know, muscular guy. So uh, I'm curious to see what he means by the Debo role. Maybe he means he wants him to to do certain things like that, but, you know, maybe not as often as Debo was doing. Because if you can get Tyreek, you know, if you can get Tyreek like 12 touches a game confirmed, like touches too, not, you know, a, a target where he doesn't actually, you know, catch the ball or something because it's overthrown. But, I mean, you know, four or five catches and then, you know, maybe you come over, you give him six little end-around handoffs or, you know, you do something crazy in a wildcat or something. That I like. But if you're going to sit here and talk about, you know, 15-plus touches for a Hillies game and, you know, you're running between the tackles a lot, that scares me for my health reason a little bit. Just a little bit. I mean, and obviously you never know what's going to happen. You said it's the NFL. It's a crazy league. So, uh, um. But, yeah, I think for the Dolphins, it does a lot. It's going to open up a lot of things. Uh, you know, Hill is going to take the top off of the defense, and all of a sudden you're going to throw it underneath to Waddle. Everybody's going to try and tackle Waddle, and next thing you know, you blink your eye, and he's, he's past you anyway. Or, you know, yeah. it can be the, the very opposite. You can send – and then you can send both of them deep, having a second run over the middle. You got 15 yards every time you want it. Because you you can't – the thing in the NFL is really trying not to give up the big play because that's what, that's what kills you a lot of the times. If you got two people – that can run past every single player on your team, I'm sorry, you're going to leave the middle of the field open. And it's not like those are the only three people that can catch the ball too. You're obviously going to have other wide receivers out there. Um, now, where their talent level is is obviously going to change. But they got uh, Cedric Wilson as well, another good player. Yeah. Nice nice wide receiver three. Had a really solid year with the uh, with the Cowboys. Good player. I, I like the the Moster pickup. I, yeah. uh, Gaskin's still there. He's a little, you know, change of pace in a way. Um I I like it. And you know, part of the question here is, you know, where do you put the Dolphins in the AFC and the AFC East? Like they're the, they're probably the second best team in the AFC East now. Yeah, I would say so. Yep. We're 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 down to three, CJ. We're uh we're 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 on the wrong path here by the way. Which by the way, I don't know if you saw Robert Kraft came out today and was like, listen, I'm a little upset about our uh, our, our playoff performance and you know our lack thereof of success recently so happens you know so happens we don't have a god anyway but for the <laughs> afc I, like you said i think in a perfect world can they make the playoffs sure um but it's i think it's going to be very difficult i mean off the top of my head like i said i'm taking the Bengals. i'm taking the chargers taking the Chiefs. still i'm still taking the the broncos i'm still Taking the Colts because somebody has to win that division. Right. Uh, Titans still a good team. It's just we know Tannehill is limited. Exactly. Right? The mm-hmm. Titans. Uh, I think the Ravens are going to bounce back. Uh, you know, I I don't think Deshaun's going to get as many games as a lot of people think. Uh, so what if you have Deshaun for for fourteen games? <laughs> are there? I think that 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 you know fourteen games. You're probably going. You're probably looking at a very good record. You know, in in those fourteen. So. I I don't think they can make the playoffs, but I, I'm very interested in what they do now. Like they're they're a more entertaining watch than they were a week ago. Well, yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Talent wise, yeah, I would say offensively they're better than New England, but they still have a rookie head coach. Belichick still has does pretty well against rookie um, rookie head coaches and. Younger quarterbacks, too. So, I mean, you know, even though I do agree that I feel like they're the second best team in the division right now as it stands, if Tua can play and not injure himself, bring it back one more time. 
Oh, my bad. If, if Tua can play and not injure himself, the Dolphins might be playoff worthy. Yeah, I think they, they're going to be in the hunt. I agree. They're going to be in the hunt. They're going to be right there. They've been in the hunt, like I said, over the last couple seasons. So, you know, this is not new territory for them. It's just now they want to, they want to, you know, <clears throat> reach a, reach another threshold, which is actually getting into that dance. And I think it's going to, I think it, it could happen. It could happen, but you know, the conference is just so tough and you're going to need Tua to step up and, and really play like a high level quarterback, or you need a great team around him um, that could, that you know, that can mask some of the things that he's limited in, like the 49ers, like we saw with, uh, like the Titans, like we see with with, with the Titans, the 49ers, um, where they have great teams and then maybe their quarterback isn't as great, but they're able to to still win a lot of games. And then they're also going to see how how good Mike McDaniel is right away. I mean, the, the pressure is on right now. It doesn't really have time to. I mean, he may get he may get a pass this year, but after next year, it's it's really okay. Yeah, you, you we we need we need to get you in the playoffs. You need to get to the playoffs r- right now, um, because we you know we paid all this money, we gave up all these picks to go get you Tyreek, uh, Tua and Wallow still in their rookie contracts. You got to pay Gasicki. They tagged him, but you know he's probably going to get an extension here soon, if not before June, uh, probably before June. Yeah, he's probably or he's going to sign and, and get it next year. So it, it's going to be time. It's going to be time. They, they resigned Emmanuel Agba, really good player on the outside outside linebacker. So it's time for them to 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 start, you know, getting get into the playoffs. So it's a lot of pressure on on Mike McDaniel and Tua Tagovailoa, man, for sure. Um, yeah, no excuses. And then on the Chiefs side, it just changes how they it just changes how we how we look at them as it stands right now. I mean, we'll see. how post draft, um, I may have a different opinion, but defensively, you play you had to play a certain way because you know you had you know you had Tyreek. You had to play too high safety, whether zone or man, uh, because. Tyreek's gonna take the top off the defense, so you needed two safeties back there. Now, I mean, I mean, MVS is definitely a threat, a deep threat, but he's not a deep threat to the level of uh, of Tyreek, obviously. So it's just you know, defenses are are different. You know, they're gonna game plan different now against the Chiefs, and, and we're gonna see how how they respond to that. We're gonna see um, whether it's gonna help them or and or, or it's gonna hurt them. We're gonna see how. I think Kelsey's still gonna be a good player, but. Things he's going to be double teamed now. He's going to get more coverages sent his way. The more people are going to game plan for him more now because of, of Tyreek not being there. So uh, Mahomes as well. They're going to have to run the ball more. <laughs> this is a, yeah. this is the thing that we've been saying about the Chiefs for a long time. This is things we've been saying about Andy Reid for a long time. Even even when he was in Philadelphia, you know, critics have talked about his lack of uh, running the ball in certain situations. No clock management, eh? Clock, yeah, clock clock management has, has been an issue. So. Um, you, you know, some some things are gonna have to change. Getting, getting Rojo was a big pickup. That was a nice underrated pickup. I think he's a good, really good player. Um, you know, he has some fumble issues, but he's a solid player. He could he could run the football really well. So if they use him the right way, I think he he could he could help them. But I think the Chiefs would be fine. But you know, what's fine? You know, it's fine. You know, winning a conference. I mean, it's it's definitely gonna be it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough because of how competitive it is now and. And it's it's definitely not going to be easy. They're not going to have a, a cakewalk like we saw in the last couple of years. And Black like, Buffalo's on their heels. Buffalo's right there, um, and, and of course the teams in their division also. I just want to bring this com- comment up, Vic. Don't you worry. We're going to get to Baker very soon. You know, you got to stick yep. around and watch the. You got to stick around and watch the little show. You know, okay. You know, with this entertainment it doesn't go away. We just keep going <laughs> and going. So you know, stick around. Don't worry. We got you. Um, but yeah, you know, I think you said it right about the Chiefs as well. Like, 
they have to play different now. Like you're not gonna have the you're not gonna have those one on ones basically every play now because at a certain point you can't double two people. You're you're gonna leave somebody you know wide open eventually. Um, so you, you used to you know bracket um, Tyreek and then you know really focus on Kelsey over the middle or whatever he was doing to make sure that. Um, he wasn't killing you as well, but at some point it felt like one of those two players were going to, you know, get what they could do. And it, I felt like it always happened. I mean, you look at that Bills game, you know, in the playoffs where Tyree catches one over the middle. Next thing you know, he's throwing off the peace sign to the Bills on a, on a play where any other players getting tackled. Yeah. Like anybody else in the NFL gets tackled. And that's, and that's why I feel like, People are downplaying it in a way because it's like, oh, well, it's still Andy Reid and it's still Patrick Holmes. I agree. Like, I don't think that they're all of a sudden, you know, going to win nine games or something like that. But you have to realize that it changes the way that they play football. And it changes the way that they've played football for the past, what, four years? Like, they haven't really had right. to make an adjustment. They, what have they had to adjust to? I mean, this the beginning of the season was a little rough, so they probably did a little bit of something. But, I mean, you were looking at every year just you going out there and putting up 30 easily. So now you're, you're, you're going to have to be a little bit more creative with Kelsey maybe in, in motion a little bit more or putting him in the slot or something like that. You're going to have to be more creative with getting your wide receivers open because, listen, MVS, you said, yeah, he brings a little bit of speed. Nobody brings Tyreek Hill speed. That's the whole point of Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Tyreek Hill isn't really, you know, your Calvin Johnson type where you're getting 50-50 catches. No, he's, like I said, catches a ball over the middle or a bubble screen. Next thing you know, he's 80 yards into the end zone, and you just got back from getting a water from the fridge, and you don't even know what happened yet. But that's <laughs> that's the thing that, that really changes now. So – uh, and, and you know, like Dustin said, they aren't about to replace Tyreek. You really can't unless you find somebody. Be, listen, a perfect example. CJ, when's the last time you had a uh, John Ross sighting? Yeah, it's yeah. He's how fast is he? What did he run? Didn't he break the combine record? Haven't heard of him since right. then. Has not been relevant since he broke the combine record. You can go out and find somebody with speed. That does not mean that they are worth literally anything on a football field. Does not mean anything. You got to yep. be able to catch. You got to be able to run your routes. You got to be able to, you know, stay healthy, which John Ross has struggled with as well. So finding Tyreek isn't, you know, going down the street and saying, oh, wow, look, that guy ran really fast on the track. Let me go pick him and plug him into the Chiefs. It's a completely different thing. And, you know, I think it changed. I th- did I, I might have had the Chiefs ranked third in their division when we did, when we did it yesterday or yesterday, last week. If I didn't, I do now because, like, I think it does take away, you know, maybe one of those wins or, you know, two of those wins that they have because all of a sudden they're down and they need that spark and all of a sudden you give it to Tyreek and he, and he goes for the touchdown, like I keep saying. Like, there is a very real possibility that a couple of those games Tyreek does that in. Now that doesn't happen this year. Now you don't get that spark. Now all of a sudden a pass that Tyreek was going to, you know, take for 40 yards to, to put you in field goal position, MVS might take it 15. <laughs> yeah. Like – like there's big differences here, so it's uh, 
it's it's a loss. Like it is an absolute loss, and all because it's Andy Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes doesn't mean that it just you know all of a sudden it's fixed. Don't worry about it. It, it, it it's going to hurt them. Who's the better deep threat, Randy or Tyreek Hill? Listen, let me tell you something. It's a good question. No, 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 it's not. Not a good question. I'm sorry. I'll take Randy every okay. single day. Twice on Sunday. Three times on Monday, by the way. Actually, three times on Thursday because he did that on Thanksgiving. Three touchdowns with those three catches. So I'll take Randy all day. He was fast as hell, and this man was what, like 6'4"? Yeah, 6'4", yeah, had leaping ability. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's uh, as a deep threat, not better wide receiver. That's the thing, which, you know, um, it's uh, – Yeah, but deep threat, you could throw it deep to Randy and contested. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's a great point. That's a great point. He could definitely do that. Um, and we never just we just never seen Tyreek do that because no one's no one could stay with him. So <laughs> like, it's no, there's, no, there's no there's no contested, you know, catches for him because he just, you know, he's run past everybody. So, uh, man, I mean, I, I, I would I would go Randy still. Yeah, as it stands right now. But. Uh, you know, it's it's definitely it's close, bro. It is close. I mean, that guy. Yeah, for sure, for sure, absolutely. Of course, he got. Of course, his his uh, his last name is a lost. Yeah, his last name is a verb. So, he definitely it's it's different, but it's close. It is close because Tyreek does have that factor where it's just like, and then you talked about Mike McDaniel wanting him to play as as a deep role. Yeah, having him come out the backfield, it's gonna be it's, it's a dynamic that you know he really didn't do a lot. In, in, in Kansas City, did a little bit here and yeah, there. Got but, the end round, you know, the little touch yeah. pass things. Right, not but not as much. I I think you know last two things about about this um for for both teams. It's for Miami. I want to see how the, how their offensive line because what we under what we forget to underrate about the 49ers, yeah. 49ers offensive line is you know one of the best. Trent Williams, one of the uh, most athletic left tackles, um, and one of the best Dang. left tackles in this in this generation. Uh, I know they got Teron Armstead, who's really good. He had some really good seasons with the Saints. He's battled with some injuries um, over the last couple of years, but he's a really good player. Nice pickup by them. And it looks like he's going to kind of be that uh, Trent Williams type of guy. They're going to use him a lot, get him on end of rounds, let him use his athleticism too. Like you said, pancake these, you know, safeties, linebackers that are on the edge. So guys like Tyreek Mostert, Mostert could, you know, you know, get the edge and, and um, you know, you know, run for a lot of yards. So I want to see that offensive line, how well they play. And then for Kansas City, you know, we're we're going to see for for Patrick Mahomes, going to have to continue to improve as a quarterback. You know, n- before you know, you had Tyreek back there, and you could throw, you know, you could throw it deep, you know, whenever. But I feel like for now, what now you have to be more methodical. You have to be more surgical with your passes. You have to be more. Uh, you have to be smarter with your reads. Because now you can't just, you know, run around the pocket and, you know, kind of do that backyard playground type of football style because, you know, Tyreek is so fast. He could come back to the ball. Different type of vibe now um, that and a lot of chemistry that they were able to develop over the, over those last four years. Now he has to be a more more. He could still be himself, but he has to be a little more reserved in certain situations. Whereas, like we saw in that second half of the AFC Conference Championship game, it was very different. So. Um, he's going to have to be more methodical. He has to be a smarter quarterback in the pocket um, if they want to have success. Yeah, I mean, like you said, both teams are going to be very interested. CJ, you got a wonderful comment about you in the in the color cast, by the way. I need you. To, I just need you to read it. I need. I need it. Man, Dustin said, 
Anybody ever notice how classy CJ is when he's talking? I want to be like him when I grow up. I appreciate you, brother. <laughs> Felt that, you know. If only we, if we could all be CJ, the world. Well, what a place! What a place it would be. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just not simply unbelievable. Um, um, <laughs> <laughs> next up, we get another little uh, two for one here, huh? Yeah. Because Brady and Sean, you know, Sean Payton over there, keep. Chatter, chatter is live about going to Miami. And then, of course, you know, because there are the rumors of Tom and Arians having a little bit of, you know, a little beef. A little beef. Uh, Arians wanted to, to have more say in the offense. And Brady being like, listen, guy, I got seven rings for a reason. Shut your red-faced ass up. Um, so a little bit of a difference there. And here's the thing. I just don't believe it. Like, I, I just don't have any faith that this happens not not like literally not an ounce that this happens the 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 bucks came out and said unless you're giving up like six first round picks we're not trading brady and listen i don't blame him by the way why would you like what are you getting back in a trade for brady that you really want because right now this team can win a super bowl we saw last year they could have won a super bowl like I, i mean i just don't see it happening like unless unless it was like a a team with a relevant quarterback, because like, what are they gonna do? Give you a couple first round picks into it? Like I'm good. Never been better, honestly. Maybe if if you're looking at a team, like I mean, that, in that division, I mean, I you know you could win the division, but you not win Tua, the Super Bowl. Tua Godwin, Mike Evans, it's not bad. I'm, I, you know what, CJ? Like I said, I've never been better. That defense, it's got to be a game good. manager, man. I mean. That's what he's, that's what they're gonna ask him to do in Miami. Not gonna ask him to be all world. Just yo, know, just keep it clean. That's it. But yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. And I mean, maybe that he could get to the Super Bowl because you look at that NFC, like we've said multiple times. I mean, you yeah. know what I talk about just absolutely terrible. Um I yeah, like I said, I just I just don't believe it. I mean, I I, I believe the reports of Tom and Arians being a little, you know, at odds. Uh, that that's a hundred percent believable. I think Arians is kind of hard headed and wants you know to do what he wants to do. And Braid is the same thing. He's probably looking like, bro, I know what I like to do. I've been very successful at it for you know twenty two years. Shut up, let me do it. Yeah. Um, but the the whole Brady and and Peyton to to Miami, I didn't even hear about the Sean Payton stuff honestly. But I, Brady, I think that there's just there's no shot. I I still think if he ever wanted to really play for another team, it'd be the 49ers. And we we've seen, you know, that's not going to happen either. Yeah, so it was reports like both of them are supposed to be like a package deal, um, and you know, there's some rumors, you know, coming around. See, you know, Coward has said it. I mean, we don't know. Sometimes he likes to, you know, See, exaggerate some things. Too. A package deal that makes even less sense to me because you have to trade. Like people forget, you got to trade for Sean Payton. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think this was all before. This was all before the Tyreek trade. Obviously, I mean, ah. now they don't have now they don't have any assets. Of, you know, but before before making the move, it was supposed to be you know both of these guys and like you said, Arians and and Tom have have been at odds uh, a little bit reportedly reported reported by you know some of the you know even uh, in the Super Bowl season. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, Bruce Arians has come out and, and said some you know publicly you know critique Tom. Um, about certain things, and that that sparks some discussions throughout the week. But um, yeah, it's uh, 
I think it was, you know, they were saying it was close to happen, but then the lawsuit came with, with Brian Flores, which, and that, that kind of, you know, you know, killed everything in, in terms of, you know, that. So, uh, I don't, I mean, I don't want to be conspiracy theorist. Maybe he got word or some, some of that. It was like, yo, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean? Let's not let that happen. If I was the Dolphins, I'd keep them around till they get someone better that's healthy. For me, if if I were to make it, if, if say you know hypotheticals, because we talk hypothetical at this point, if you were to get time, I, I need I need sure confirmation that you're playing for five years. Five years. Three, five. three, at, three at minimum. Three at minimum. Because if I'm giving up all these picks and then you're out after one season, it's like, you know, I'm I'm out of bind. You yeah, know what you, I mean? So. Yeah, you know what's crazy though. We're really at a point. Marita said, I need at least you to play four five more years. And Tom's like 45. And and honestly, no, and, that, and that's the thing, CJ. Yeah. Honestly, like, I mean, who's gonna tell you no? This man just set like basically half of his career best best season, you know, um statistics this season. So I mean, who am I to say I, no? I need at least I need at least three. I need to say, I need at least three years. Um, I need it in paper, something, man. Um, yeah, you're gonna if you play for three years. Then I'll make this deal if that were, if that was ever on the table because I there's no way I could give up all this you know compensation and then you just bounce after one year it, I just that you know that that just looks bad so um, pay I would have been you know obviously a, a great deal but I think <laughs> I think hey I think the the uh, the Dolphins they ended up they had a really good plan B they got Matt McDaniel. Then they they make the move and try to get Tyreek. We'll see what happens. He plays sixty five. I mean, I, he you know he talked about playing for till he's fifty. It's possible. I mean, like I said, it'd be different if he were you know if he were dec- if he had a declining season last year. Um, but he had statistically his best year um, in terms of yards, touchdowns, completions, things of that nature. So um, I think I think it's a good I think it's good for him. I see. I like we talked about this too. I understand why he came back. And we'll see what happens with what's, what's going on. Maybe he wants to try to outlast Arians. I thought Arians was going to retire after the Super Bowl year. And then Brian Leftwich or Todd Bowles was supposed to be the head coach. So this is this was discussions that we had um, for multiple weeks um, on the show. And we just thought, you know, Bruce Arians call it. And then he came back, you know, try to run it back. Then I thought, you know, they didn't have a great, you know, they it ended in, in, in the worst way possible. Um, against the Rams, I thought, okay, maybe that was it. Then you don't hear anything. He's not saying you, there's no reports to Aaron. So it's like, oh, he's coming back again. Okay, cool. And then Tom comes back. So I think they, they'll figure it out. I mean, both of those guys, you know, they again, it's, you know, first real problems. I mean, they, these guys have, you know, high egos. <laughs> these guys have high egos. You know, they, they want a championship together. It's not always going to be uh, peaches and cream. It's not. You know, even though they've only been together for two seasons, you got you got that one, you got that one Super Bowl. They kept their all their coordinators there. Leftwich is still there. He didn't box to the NFL. I think left. I think with Leftwich, I mean not the NFL to another head coaching job or becoming a head coach. I think Leftwich being there probably eases kind of that tension. Um, he's kind of that middleman. He knows Arians, and then he has a good relationship with Brady. So, and and, and I, if I'm Arians, I'm like, yo, like just. I mean, I know I know you have your. Your your ego and you feel like you're a great play caller, but it's it's like it's Tom it's Tom Brady, you know what I mean? Like it's you know he's he has the most championships ever, and he's one of the greatest. He's the greatest quarterback of all time, bar none. So, um, 
And and then him changing his – then during that season when they won the Super Bowl, those last seven games or so, they kind of changed the, they, they changed their style and it helped them win the Super Bowl. They ran the ball a little bit more. I feel like they got away from that a little bit in the playoffs and later in the season last year. So, I mean, they just – still I think they'll figure it out. I mean, they got to come together at some point, and, and I, I'm pretty sure they've had to have, have that discussion. Um, is it is it as serious as, as people are making it? I guess we'll find out this season. I mean, that's that's the only way we could tell. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, I, I I agree. I thought that Arians would have would have left after the Super Bowl. I felt like for him, you know, he's had some health things here and there. Um, so you know, uh, that's kind of the perfect way to ride off into the sunset. Uh, but I mean, then again, you you lose that year, it kills you. I'm gonna be real. If Brady's my quarterback, I'm coaching as long as he's playing. Facts. I, I like honestly. I think that's what I think that's what Arians is gonna do. I really think that when Brady retires, he's gonna be like, hey, maybe he'll, maybe he'll coach one more season so he doesn't look like he was you know riding the coattails of Brady, which you know kind of is. Um, but I think after that, he coaches like another. Trying to get in the Hall of Fame. You think you think he's a Hall of Famer right now as a head coach? I don't know, man. I don't think probably so. Not. I wouldn't say probably that. Needs a, no. Probably needs a couple more seasons. I mean, I know he has the one Super Bowl. and I mean, I don't know if I can name a Super Bowl winning head coach that, that's not in the Hall of Fame. I, I can't name it off top. Um, I don't think, I I don't think there I is one. I'm going to be real. I can't even name I think, I think Dick, Dick Vermeil just got in for the Rams. He just yeah, got it. He just yeah. got inducted. He literally just got inducted yeah. this year. I think yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's it, it, would, it, would, it would take him some time. I mean, um, I wonder what Bruce Arians' career record is because that might tell you a lot of. I things. know he got. I know he got the Coach of the Year award when Chuck Pagano had um got diagnosed with cancer yeah. when he was on the Colts. You know, he did a great job there. But so Bruce um, Arians is eighty forty eight and one. Eighty forty eight and one. That that's, that's not, not enough. That's not. I mean, enough. It's not, if, he, if he could get if he could get uh he could get a hundred wins and in, in, in two more seasons, he'll get in. He'll get he can't even do that though, right? You say he's 80, 48 on one? 80. No, yeah, I'm stupid. My bad. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah, if you get a hundred yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why I was thinking 20 <laughs> and then in like one season. I was like, you can't no, like, oh, no, no. look at this guy. See? You know, uh, yeah, if he if he yeah, he gets he gets where would uh, I be without CJ? I mean, it's just unbelievable what I mean. <laughs> it, it would just be down in the gutter, you know what I mean? Trying to do math on here. I mean, what was I thinking? He gets uh, a few more division titles with the Bucks in the NFC South, which is very obviously it's, it looks inevitable at this point. You know, now with Brady being back, yeah, he, he has a shot. I didn't know his record was that good. That's pretty good. That's pretty that good. It's a pretty good record. Like I, said, I thought it was like I thought it was like five hundred or something like that. That's, that's pretty. That's pretty I wouldn't have been surprised. I definitely would not have been surprised. Um. All right, CJ. <laughs> let me tell you something. There are very few things I enjoy in life more than being right. And not only being right, but being right about things that that I actually want to be right about. You know, there's some things that I'm right, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't really care. But no, no, no. This one, I was right about, and I wanted it. Because the NFL has changed the overtime rule slightly. Little caveat there. Little caveat, because, you know, they're only doing it for the postseason. Which kind of disgusts me slightly. Disgust me a little bit because the MLB does the same thing. Like during the, during the base, you know, the regular season of baseball, 
in extra innings, they have the ghost runner. And then in the in the playoffs, they take it away. Kind of like the opposite of what the NFL is doing. That, you know, NFL during the regular season is going to be normal overtime rules. Uh, if you score a touchdown first, games over. You, you want me to read it for the for the, for the the listeners? Got it oh, right yeah, yeah. All right. So a new over new playoff overtime rules. Both teams will have the opportunity to possess the ball in overtime in the postseason. If the score is tied after each team has possessed the ball, the next score wins. If the team kicking off to start the overtime period scores a safety on the receiving team's initial possession, the team that kicked off is the winner. So there we go. That's all I needed in my life. <laughs> That's listen. It's all I wanted. I didn't want. I was. I wasn't asking for much. I just wanted both teams to have the ball. Now, listen, I, I, you got to play defense. But guess what? <laughs> guess what? Guess what? You still have to play defense on, in this version, too. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. You got to yeah, play absolutely. defense. So I don't want to yep. hear not I don't want to hear not a thing. Not one thing. Because my whole problem with it was you are penalizing a team for letting up a touchdown when a touchdown is a normal score in the NFL. And I keep saying that's like stopping the game after you hit a three in the NBA. Or, I mean, then again, it might be like a two in the NBA because everybody else hits three. So, you know, I mean, hitting a two is almost abnormal. Um, but now, you know, listen, that, that Bills that Bills Chiefs game, can you imagine how, how much better it would have been? Probably would have never Chiefs ended. Game. Probably still be going on right now. Oh, no, because <laughs> after, after the two scores, it's that sudden death. So, you know. Oh, look at CJ. Come on, see what are we Let's doing? Catch. Dropping the mics though. Let's so catch got hands though. Got hands though. <laughs> I respect it. Um, oh no, but I love the rule. Big fan. I actually also really enjoyed. Um, I think it was the Colts and Eagles kind of version of it. That if you score a touchdown and then get a two point conversion, then the game's over. But if you kick a field goal, the the other team gets the ball. Because then I can kind of understand, like, bro, your defense let up a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Like, yeah, you kind of don't got nothing coming to you. But also, you could have just been like, listen, we're going to kick the field goal, then our team is going to play defense. I just wanted both teams to get the ball in overtime. I think it makes it more entertaining. It's going to make things a lot more fun. And uh, listen, another one that I can just put feather in the cap. Yeah, so yeah, we had argued about this during the uh, <laughs> during the divisional oh, round. No, I, not just me and you. I, I listen. That oh yeah, it was. Yo, yeah, yeah, I was. No. I was. I was one v sixty. Yeah, I mean, I, I never, I didn't, I didn't disagree with you, and I did say, I mean, you got, you could go back. I said they're going to end up changing it. I, 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 is, I, you know what? This is a true statement. By true. I was like, they're going to change it because of the offenses and because of you know how great the quarterbacks is. Um, have been playing so you know over the last few years and you want to see it's it's more dramatic it's it's great when more you know these quarterbacks are still playing for something especially in the magnitude like the playoffs of course it's winner go home so uh more money more eyes it just made the most sense i'm not against it i'm, I'm not I'm, I'm, i wasn't against it then i just felt like you know just with what was going on with the situation during that during what the rule was in place you just had to that's just what it was um but I think, you know, I think it's great. You know, you get to see more people. You get to see, you know, more football, more football. You get to get to see the opposing team get that opportunity to to score or not. And and like you said, all in all, the defense is still going to have to get a stop um, either way, either way you slice it. And it's uh, it's 
I, I knew they were going to make that change. And I, I feel like, again, what they're going to do, is they're going to add another team to the playoffs as well. They're going to make it. They're going to make it eight. They're going to make it eight, eight. And I, and I do think they're going to, they're going to change the, the seating as well. Best record, top eight, best record. They're going to change that soon. Maybe not this year coming up, but. So you think there's going to be no buy then, right? I, yeah, either either no buy. I, I, yeah, it might it might not be a buy. It might not be a buy, or the, the first first seed first seed might might um, or they might just go back. If it's eight teams, they could go back to the top two seeds get a buy. The top two teams with You're the best right. record get a buy, and then just you know the sec the six teams you know just running back like how it was before. So, um, I I think I, I honestly I feel like it's gonna happen, especially now with with the with these teams and in, in the AFC. I'm pretty sure that's that's been discussed already amongst um, owners and 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 coaches. Is yo if you have the best record. It shouldn't matter. The, the, the division is cool. You know you, you'll it'll count for something. You know you'll get your incentives. And and for coaches and players, if you win the division, it's, it's a it's a great look. Obviously, it still holds a lot of tradition. You you still get your t-shirts and your hats, but uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, nine times out of ten, the team that wins it, a good team that wins the division goes in there anyway, goes in the playoffs sure. anyway. So you know, why not just you know make it to the, you know the top eight teams, top seven teams with the best record? They're they're in the dance. That's exactly how it should be, in my opinion. Just make it just like the NBA. Still makes it exciting, and um, I, I could definitely see it happen. I could definitely see it happening now with with all these quarterbacks playing at a high level. Man, Vic said, "You think the the league should remove the team caps so that they can stack it like the MLB?" You know, here's oh, my salary, thing, right? Oh, salary cap. Here's my thing, right? I, I don't way, know. I don't. I don't I'll, oh yeah, I'm surprised. Out of all the leagues, the NFL is the one that has like an actual hard cap. Because to me, first of all, if any if any sport should have a guaranteed contract, it should be football. Because you're gonna go out there and get hurt. Like I feel like your money the, the more you know vicious your sport be, I think you deserve the guaranteed money more than you know somebody playing, you know, right. chess or something. Um but the fact that that because then I mean if you take away the cap, you would be able to guarantee contracts. I don't think the whole stacking thing would essentially happen. I mean, it might. Football such a weird sport that, like, to really stack a team technically, you would have to, you know, have good offense and defense. Like, you can look at teams now and say they're stacked, and, I mean, there's a, there's a salary cap. You know what I mean? Like, the Rams yeah. are stacked. They did, they did that, you know, with with, uh, with the cap. The, the Bucks pretty stacked over there as well, especially, you know, the year that they won the Super Bowl. It felt like every single position they had, somebody was – Definitely above average, I'll tell you that. Um, so I don't think they would ever do it because that would mean the owners would have to pay more money. And well, I mean, when you all of a sudden you tell a billionaire to uh pay more money, they get alligator arms. So uh, I don't think that's gonna happen, but hey, you know what? Vic? Turn off the salary cap in Madden and you go have yourself <laughs> your blast. Go have yourself a blast. Listen, did I do that as a little kid? Absolutely, of course. Of course. Of course. You, want all, you want all your favorite play. You want all your, you, you want all the best players on your favorite team. Exactly. Yeah. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, free agency came around. I was signing all the ninety-nine overall players. It was unbelievable. <laughs> exactly. I believe. Um. Even in the MLB, I think uh, they they wanted to make it change the salary cap to like a, a harder cap. I believe yeah. that was one of, one of the points in, in in their in their discussions before they ultimately came down to an agreement. Um, obviously that didn't, that didn't, that didn't shout change. out that, shout out that luxury tax, baby. <laughs> no hard cap for the MLB. 
I think it's good because for the NFL, because uh, for and one, it keeps it keeps the parity, more parity in the league, in my opinion. Um, and you can't like teams like the Cowboys, like the Giants, the Jets, you know, these big market teams, they would they would just get all the top you, uh, L.A., but all, you know, the, the two teams that are in there. They would they would get a lot of those top guys because that's where guys would want to go from a destination standpoint, and I think now with, with the with the hard cap, it makes it much more difficult for teams to for these these uh these organizations and front offices to build a team, um and you're not just you know just buying players and then collecting players like Madden, <laughs> so um I think it's a I think it's a I think it's you good. Tell me I can't play Ultimate Team in real life, CJ. What the hell? They're, I mean, they're trying. I mean, they're trying to. You like the, the Rams did it. Yeah, the, the Rams did it. I mean, they're but they're giving up something. You know, what I'm saying they're not. They're sure. not. They're, you're, I mean, you're if right. you, you, even in the soft cap, you, you get the luxury tax, like you said. That that would be your, your, your that would be something that you you have to sacrifice. But in this situation, you're giving up picks, and a lot of people. It depends on how you're, and that's just how you depending on how your team is built. If your team is ready, you if they if you feel like your team is ready to you know win a championship, then yeah, you'll give up picks. To go do so, um, yeah, I, I like I like the hard hard salary cap with. Uh, <laughs> Listen, Vic, I don't know. I don't think a team would get all would get all thirty Pro Bowl players because you still got to remember, you know, the uh, that billionaire owner over there still has to pay that salary. You got all thirty Pro Bowl players. Let me tell you something. Your payroll that's about to be a solid like five hundred million. I don't think uh, I don't think anybody's paying five hundred million to win even win a Super Bowl. I don't think it's gonna happen. I mean, the Dodgers payroll right now is like two seventy five, and that's crazy. Yeah, they're and they're you know they, it seems like every year they get the best guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a couple years ago, Mookie Betts, now Freddie Freeman. It's like they you know they always get these top guys. Um, so, I mean, I, I I like it. I like could how ima- nah, but could you imagine how expensive an NFL roster would be without a cap, bro? Baseball, like I said. I think the Dodgers payroll is like two seventy five. It might it, it might be higher than that, honestly. Um, it's a twenty six man roster. Twenty six. <laughs> the yeah, NFL exactly. was what fifty three. Fifty, really? You know, really like you know, like like seventy. But you know, because now I remember, probably got a, the practice squad. Uh, but in terms of like the guys that dress, yeah, fifty three. So. That that's a, that's one hell of a payroll. I'm just saying. Yeah, exactly. And, that, and again, that's another reason why I think you have to go. You have to go hard, hard cap with uh, with the NFL. It's just more players than basketball, than baseball, um, hockey as well. So soccer, you know, I saw soccer. I mean, it's only but so many guys, so they could, you know, you know, spend a boatload of money to, you know, get a star player. Um, so, CJ, how do we feel about soccer, huh? Yeah, I like soccer. Uh, it's good, you know. Obviously, you know, growing up in the states, you know, it's, it's different than you know f- than being from from a, a different country. That what soccer is like football to us is their their football is like uh, football to us over here, American football. So it's just a little bit it's a little bit different. Um, but you know, when I watch it, you know, it's, it's good. You know, watching those the, the star players um, do their thing. But it's just not this to me. And that's bias, obviously. It's just okay. not the same. Yeah, it's just not okay. the same. It's just not the same. We're just brought up a little bit differently um, because we have we have baseball originally, and then football, then basketball. We just have we just have more things in some of the other countries. It's really just soccer, so I think that's why 
um, they gravitated, they gravitate to it a, a little bit more. Um, we, we got so many sports over here, so many leagues. Now, now you're seeing the UFC now emerge um, in MMA. Got to have the USFL uh, in April. USFL in April, yeah, for an inaugural game. Um, the, the the generals and I'm forgetting the other team that's supposed to be playing. Uh, so that's, I'm gonna be gonna be watching that team. I'm watching that game for sure. So we're gonna have, we're gonna have to start covering the USFL. Have yeah. To. yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I, I don't, I don't mind it. I mean, you know, more football, the better. So makes uh, our lives a lot easier. You know what I mean? I think I'd be slinging money like the Steinbrenner kids and the Yankees. I mean, huh? I wouldn't blame you. Yo, Sage, I need you. To, I need you to uh, clear your calendar, June third, guy. Uh, we got to hit up the Yankee game. It's Aaron Judge bobblehead day. I need one. So Aaron Judge bobblehead day. All right. I need. All I right. need someone to go to the game with. You know, you, you, <laughs> you, know, you are. You're already down there. I'll catch the uh, the train from Beacon down to the down to the Yankee Stadium. Direct line. Direct line. You know what I mean? All right. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Say no more. Um, all right. Let's uh, go on from there. CJ, our boys. You know, we're we're getting we're getting all fancy and cute here. You know, oh, we don't have an offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. We're gonna have Matt Patricia and and Joe Judge help us. Really, bro? Really? You can't just name an offensive and defensive coordinator, bro. Yeah, it's confusing. It's confusing to me as well. It's uh, it's it's a very strange, strange off season. Um, you know, last year, you know, Bill brought out the Brinks truck, you know, and, and brought in guys that you know couple guys that aren't really superstars but you know added some more depth to the roster you know Mac Jones had a really good rookie season um it was up and down you know struggled struggled towards the end of the se- end of the season into the playoffs but did have did have a rookie did have a, a solid year all around um and they yeah, lose Josh McDaniels and then What happened? Did I lose somebody? I mean, you lose a lot of other coaches, and that you had. Uh, I'm here. You here? Oh, there we go. All right, now I got you back. Say less. All right. Yeah, you you lose. Um, you know those those guys on on the Raiders that are used to be on the Patriots. You know that's it's a it's a big it's a new opportunity for them. It's a new challenge. Um, you're staying in New England all all the for the rest of your career. Yeah, you might you might get a it's a new opportunity also for for those guys that stayed too. But you know you want to try something new. You go into Vegas as opposed you know being in Massachusetts <laughs> for four months, you know, it's just a little, just a little different, a lot different, really, in terms just from a tad, little, you know, yeah. <laughs> from, uh, from, from eight, uh, feet, eight feet of snow, you know, in in November to uh, you know, one hundred and ten in the desert. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Uh, living life is is definitely different over there, um, and it, it's going to be a challenge. It's it's going to be a challenge now. Uh, Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. I mean, I'm not I'm not a fan of. Yeah, I'm not a fan of either guy, to be honest with you. Um, they obviously, they you know, they were good coordinators in New England. They were under Bill Belichick, but as head coaches, they weren't great. You know, obviously, we're not asking them to be a head coach. Play calling, I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, I just uh, have Matt call the have Matt call the place. I mean, I mean, they they really didn't change the offense. It look it's looking like they're not. They didn't bring in like a completely new guy. Uh, from a different place and, and to try to change the entire offense. So I think Mac is going to continue to learn, um, you know, the, the schematics and, and the plays there. And I mean, def- def- defensively, I, I, I understand. We, we know Belichick has final say um, at the end of the day on, on, on what's being called. 
but offensively is definitely something I'm looking forward to because again, this is where this is where teams are transitioning to. Um, this is teams are, are, are more have are more offensively um uh dependent. Minded. Yeah, offensive minded, yeah, offensive dependent as well. So uh, I think, you know, it's 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 key. It's key. Uh we'll find we'll, I mean we'll find out soon. I mean when once once the games are being called, I mean we'll find out who's who's on there I'm, talking. I'm feeling I'm feeling a season of pure disappointment, by the way. Yeah, I mean, listen, I mean you still can't sleep you still can't sleep on the on, on the pats. I mean, Bill's still Bill. Um and, and you just gotta and I, I feel like, you know, I feel like Mac I feel like Mac is gonna get better. Um, even though he doesn't have the type of weapons that you know some of these other quarterbacks have in the conference, I do think he's going to get better. He's he's still a young guy. He's only twenty three. It's not like he's uh, like Kenny Pickett or some of these other guys that came into the league are like twenty five years old, stuff like that. So he has still has a lot of time to grow. It's going to be up to him, up to his work ethic, and how how much he wants to get better. And and it's going to be up to Bill also to put some guys around him too. I mean, no question about it. I mean, like I said, I like Kendrick Bourne. I don't think Nikhil Harry is going to be there um, next season. John o. Smith, you know, he, he had an interview. He talked about how, you know, he, he wanted to improve. And he's on a milk carton. He said, he, you know, he said he's not – he said last year going into the season, you know, he, he really wasn't with the team. He was talking about, you know, he had a he had the birth, birth of his, his child and then also COVID situation. So he really wasn't with the team at the start. And you know how Bill is. You know, Bill is so detail-oriented. You got to be there day one. Um, you know, to grasp that playbook. And if you're not, if you're not there, and if you don't fully understand what's going on, you're not gonna play. And uh so he said he's gonna he's staying in New England this offseason, you know, learn the playbook, get right. Max said the same thing too last as soon as the season ended. So um I expect him to have a better season. I mean he only had one touchdown last year. That was that that was that game against the Bucks. <laughs> well, just one touchdown. And then um, you know, a lot of this, it was a very disappointing year for him. Um, Henry Henry's cool. He's cool. He had a solid year. You know, he had a good good relationship with Mac. Running back core is still good. Um, in my opinion, bringing James White back, it, it's great. And, and getting Jabril Preppers, solid hybrid hybrid guy, um, could do kind of like Patrick Chung, Adrian Phillips. You know, they're kind of the same type of same type of build. Bring some speed to that defense. So I think they're going to be competitive. Um, I don't see ten wins, to be honest. You know, I see uh, I see eight and nine. Um, in my maybe seven and ten. Yeah, but. but uh, We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But I just think you know, not having a title for offensive coordinator, it's interesting because you do have a younger quarterback. It's not like you have Brady. It's not like you have you know a seasoned vet where you know you trust him to call the plays. But you know, I think Mac did a great job last year of uh, you know being a play caller, being the quarterback, and um, you, you would hope as soon as you know the, the more he's in the league, the more he continues to grow at that. I just feel like it's a wild corner. Just say somebody's calling the plays. Like, really, bro? Really? That's what we got to do? Um, we don't know who Baker Mayfield is going to uh, get be getting uh, play yeah. calls from. Yo, yeah, Matt, what's good, brother? Oh, we got Matt in here? Any Matt Rangers here. playoff games? Uh, nah, probably not this year, bro. Um, yeah. Tough. But probably not this year, but next year, definitely. I got I to get to a Ranger game. Yeah, it's great. Great atmosphere, bro. Great. Been I've, never been to the, I've never been to the Garden. What? Oh yeah, listen, you know, CJ. Wow. I still haven't even been to. A, I haven't even been to a football game still, CJ. Yeah, bro. You never been to the Garden, bro. Not one time. Listen, I'm not a big basketball guy, so I'm not going to see your boys play. Rangers, you know. Understandable. Hockey's, hockey's, you know, 
way down uh, on the totem pole. No, nah, it's fun though, man. You no, know, no, no, absolutely. I, yeah, see, going to a the, game I'm, is I'm a just big. Play. It's like baseball. Big. Like a lot of people don't like watching baseball, but when you go to the game, like a casual fan, like they don't they don't like nothing, watching the game. Nothing like go, Yankee Stadium. But when you go to the game, it's like it's it's uh it's definitely you 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 understand why you know people still love the game for sure. Nothing like a good old Yankee Stadium. Oh, oh no, nah, yeah, yeah, it's nothing like it. <laughs> nothing. Um, but yeah, we don't know who <laughs> Baker's playing playing for or getting play calls from. Um, huh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's there's been you know some things here and there. You know the Steelers. Uh, I think Vic actually brought it up earlier in the chat when I said I had what it, where it was. It? Let's see here. I know. Oh, there we go. Look at that. See, Van. Uh, Browns go ahead and cut bigger. Do you think the Saints will jump at him before the Steelers do? Saint, well, the Saints just brought back Jameis and they signed Andy Dalton, so he ain't going there. Um, the Steelers, I could see, but I think that they're going to draft a quarterback uh, and try to and try and get one themselves. And then you look after that. And I'm sorry, bro. Unless he's going to like Seattle. Or some terrible team like that. Like, I don't know what – I don't know where Baker goes. Like I said, the whole thing that threw me for an absolute loop was when this man didn't get traded to the Colts. I yeah. had that penciled in QB1 easy. Easy. And then it was, yeah, Matt Ryan. I said, oh, so screw my life, huh? But – um. You know, you you brought it up on the dock here. You know, Baker to the Bucks. Listen, you sit behind Tommy for a year. Oh, but then again, that's the problem. Is he only playing for a year? If you're Baker, do you want to go sit behind Tom for maybe a year? Maybe a job opens up. You can say, "Hey, look, right. I was hurt the last time I played. I just had a year under the goat. I'm ready. I'm here. Call me SpongeBob. I'm ready to go." You know what I mean? But uh. <laughs> I don't know. I, I wouldn't mind Baker on the on the Bucks for a year learning from Brady and then and then carrying on kind of like what Jameis did. Yeah, it's just that money, man. It's the 19 million. Um, you know, if they cut him, if they cut him, it's different. But if they trade him, then they're gonna have to pick up that they're gonna have to pick up that bread. So um man. I think the Bucks here, I think the Bucks is a great spot for him. Because, like you said, he can't sit behind Brady. Learn um, a year later, there will there there's there's going to be some teams that are going to pop up and need a quarterback. And you know, he's still when he was healthy, he took a team to the playoffs. The Browns, you know, a team that didn't have any type of uh, playoff success during our entire existence. Playoff success, they had no success as as, yeah. as a franchise. Exactly, they're an entire. Their, big, their biggest uh, accomplishment was getting that dude on the cover of Madden. Oh yeah, Peyton Hillis, exactly. Peyton Hillis, oh. <laughs> so he, you know that that that's uh that that'd be great for Baker. Yeah, just I mean you got to be humble, man. Just be humble, bro. I mean, I feel like he played his hand, you know, uh, because again he wrote the letter and he he was like pretty much by, and then Watson was like Watson turned it down for at first. So then now you put now it's in a spot where if he had if he hadn't said anything at all, he the Browns could have probably came back to him like yo you're you know listen bro it happens you're our guy, it is what it is. But the fact See, that he here's my other thing too pretty much yeah yeah 
here's another thing too. I always interrupt you. I'm I'm sorry. Um, good, <laughs> well, here's my imagine he does see my my plan from last week of, of him playing until Deshaun comes back. I think that that could actually be a reality if he doesn't put the letter out. Because could you imagine he doesn't put the letter out? He takes it on the chin. Watson gets suspended. They're like, yeah, we know we have to trade you, obviously. But that listen, would, the reason play why. For the, Play for the kid until he comes back. Get your value back up because you were garbage last year. We know you were hurt, but you were garbage. Garbage is garbage, hurt or not. Stinky right. or not, you know what I mean? Garbage is garbage. Get your trade value back up, and then all of a sudden, trade deadline comes. We're on the phone for you, buddy. The only reason why I, w- I would say that that wouldn't work, I mean, that, make, that makes sense, but the only reason why it wouldn't work is from an optic standpoint. Uh, interviews, media, media, bro. Yo, it's going to be so many re- reporters on that, you know, questioning Baker every single game, um, training camp, him and Watson. Watson, I don't know if Watson will, will be able to participate. I think he is because remember when Brady got suspended, he was allowed to play in right. uh, preseason games. So, I mean, I would assume it's the same thing. Yeah, so, I mean, it's like that's, that's you know, you got Baker and Watson right there, you know, one <laughs> He got now Watson's taking the first team reps when Baker's been taking first team reps for the last three years. Not a good look. Not a good look. You heard Stefanski come out and say, you know, hopefully it gets resolved soon. So they, you know, they don't they don't want they don't want that uh situation to happen um for, for Baker to be playing. Honestly, I don't even think Baker would would even accept that, uh, in my opinion. He, 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 already oh, feels, I, he already feels like he, he already feels betrayed. Uh, you know, by Cleveland. So, you know, for him to put on another jersey, to put on a Cleveland jersey again, uh, you know, because of how, you know, we already know, how, you know, his character, you know, he's a, he's a guy that um, he finds something to put a chip on his shoulder and, you know, he's, he's a self-motivated type guy. Um, so I don't, I just, I just don't see that, man. Optics, that, that would be terrible. I think, yeah, man, just sit, sit, sit for a year. And because there really isn't any, any place right now. I mean, he, he's probably gonna have to. I will see post draft. Post draft, we'll see some of these teams: Seattle, Pittsburgh, uh, Detroit, some of these other places that that need that need a quarterback. If they take some of these quarterbacks, and if some and if some of these teams don't, he might he might be available um, to 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 a to a team. But uh, to go back to the Browns, not even close. And then they, they resign. Who, who they resign? Then they resign. Then they get a. Case Keenum, right? Didn't they resign Case Keenum? I honestly could not tell you. I think they resigned Keenum. So, yeah, it's, it's, that would just that would just look terrible. <laughs> Be like him. going back to your girl after she cheated. I'm looking at you, Will Smith. By the way, just saying, you know. Oh yeah, it's clip. Yeah, it's clip for that one. One hundred percent. It's no no way, no way. I'm going back. I'm out of there. You feel me? So. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, he played Jake, his hand. The white cam, I, I can't, I can't get down with that one. Yo, did you see that cam also said that he's got multiple offers and he want and he's looking at him, but he wants to be a starter and also on a team with the champion that has, can win a championship. Yo, cam, I got some breaking news for you, buddy. You at you at the starting quarterback automatically disqualifies him as a, as a Super Bowl contender. By the way, just throwing it out there. Just so I don't see it, man. I mean, the only place I see right now is Carolina again. That's it. I don't. I don't see him, man. I mean, he had a clear opportunity. I know he. I know he got. I know he came into the team really late last year in Carolina. But you know, for them to go back to Darnold after we saw what Darnold was before he hurt his shoulder, 
speaks speaks volumes speaks volumes and you're and you're on a cheaper deal yeah i think he had an opportunity there to really show like you know i still got it i just he just is who he is at this point i mean he's still athletic um but in terms of you know his his uh his ability in the pocket is just too inconsistent doesn't have touch only has a one speed one speed throw um it's either oh actually it's either gonna it's either gonna sail or it's going to be underthrown. It's just too inconsistent in the pocket. His completion, his completion percentage speaks for itself. It just shows inconsistency. So you know, once he lost that athleticism, his pocket ability didn't increase, and that needs to flip as you get older. And it didn't, and that's why he's that's why he's at where he's at. Yeah, that one threw me off a little bit when I saw that one. <clears throat> um, we move on once again as we do. Cardinals and Kyler Murray. G.I.J. Think- ah. G.I.J. Oh, that yeah. crazy. You know, I was listening to a Drake song earlier today. He says that bitch Jada Pinkett. What happened? Why, why, why? Yo, Will, where you at, bro? Defend her honor. It was years ago, but I need you to defend that honor, my guy. Yeah. Or, or I can't. We'll, we'll talk about it later. But I. Uh, yeah, we're good. We're gonna get into I got. That. I got. I have some. I have some thoughts. Um. <laughs> Well, it's not quite a Will Smith and, and Chris Rock situation. It's possible, though, between Kyler and the Cardinals. Uh, they had a little beef going on there for a little bit. You know, they, they did the whole, I broke up with you, so I'm going to delete all my pictures like you never existed in my life, even though there's, you know, internet's forever. We'll just say that. Um, I don't know if they've patched it up. I, I assume that you've heard some things, CJ, or what? Yeah, I mean, Kyler said everything's all good. Uh, I saw the J.J. Watt video. Um of him and Kyler at the at the uh, Cardinals facility um, training together. So, you know, it looks, you know, I just probably just uh, some some difference in opinion. Again, it's like a relationship. It's like a relationship, man. You know, you have an argument and it's literally like a relationship. You know, your girl, she's, you know, she gets petty and she archives all her pictures. <laughs> I archives all the pictures because, you know, she's she's in her feelings. And, and then y'all make up and then she, you know, brings it all back again. That's literally what it was. It's It's... The exact, the exact situation. Um, and then the, the agent is like, you know, the, the the girl's best friend, you know, trying to speak up for a friend and and trying to, you know, let let the guy know what, what was really wrong. They needed, like I, I said it, they needed to just come yeah, to CJ, CJ, I sound a little too, too experienced, like, like a little experienced. I mean, it's, I mean, of course, I mean, of course, <laughs> if, you're in a relationship, if you're in a relationship, it's, it's inevitable. It's, it's happened, you know, it's happened. You know, it, it, it happens, so. Man, CJ finesse King though. <laughs> I, I already know CJ. No, no problem with the ladies. Not, not ever. Not in his life. Nah, yeah, I'm good, man. I got one right now. I'm grateful. See? Yeah, I'm grateful, man. man. Look at this. So uh, yeah, just grateful, grateful. Of course, he, this man threw grateful out there. Yeah. I, I'm trying to be like CJ, man. I gotta, I gotta grow up to be CJ. I mean, what am I doing? What, I don't know what I'm doing with my life right now, but it's do, not CJ's. And do time, man. Just don't rush it. Don't rush it. That's all I would say. Don't rush it, man. Just take your time. Keep doing what you're doing, bro. It's gonna happen, bro. You and you're gonna feel great. You're gonna feel great. But yeah, Kyler. There it seems. Yeah, it seems to be like they're good now. And I mean, the, like we said, the NFC is. It's we're so gonna talk, we're talk about, yeah, we're gonna talk about that. It's it's, it's it's not great, you know. Outside of a couple other teams, so you have a young quarterback. He's twenty four years old. He's getting better every single year. Cliff Kingsbury, you know his his win totals every single year has increased um, since becoming the head coach of of the Arizona Cardinals. 
he has a great relationship with Kyler. So yeah, it was just some, you know, some tough, tough patches in there in the offseason, but I think he will get paid. Um I never saw like I never felt like it was I don't think it's a Baker situation. Um unless he has a yeah. Yeah. unless he has a terrible season this year coming up and they don't make the playoffs and he has a bad year, then that's a difference. Then we're having a different discussion. But outside of that, I I don't I don't see them moving away from Kyler unless he completely is just done with the team. But um I think right now they're good. And they just need to, you know, continue to build around him and get some pieces. And they're gonna they're gonna be in the playoffs again because again that that division is much different now than what it was last year. Still still tough, but much different because you you lose you lose your quarterback in that division. You have a younger quarterback now being the starter in that division, and then you got the champions being in that division. So um, it's gonna be competitive, but you still I mean if you're if you're a Cardinal fan, you should still be optimistic for the simple fact walk. To a wild card spot, we'll yeah, yeah. easily, easily. They should be a top seven team in the NFC for sure. Um, a team that might drop out of that top seven, we don't know yet because we don't even know who their quarterback is going to be. Might be the 49ers over there because you know you got to remember they they're they're not saying that Lance is QB one. Then a couple days ago we had a uh, oh god I can't think of the uh, GMs John Lynch John, John Lynch John Lynch came out and said you know yeah you know we're looking at what Jimmy is going to be or whatever, blah, blah. And then I think like literally the next day he was like, there, there's, there's a scenario where he stays on the team. That's a little interesting to me because here's my thing. Am I a Jimmy G guy? No. I mean, I don't know how many times I got to say it on here. Um, But what do you, what are you going to do? Cause you're going to be in a real awkward, real awkward situation. If Trey Lance comes out, and plays bad, and then you have Jimmy sitting on the bench. That's awkward gonna get for, real awkward, awkward for who? It's not gonna be for the whole fan base. I think it's yeah. gonna be for the fan base though, because well, maybe not awkward is the right word, but it's gonna be a, a big story. I'll say. How about that one instead? Because you're gonna have you're you're almost. This is. Almost a lose-lose situation unless Trey Lance becomes good, which is obviously what they think he's going to be. They wouldn't have drafted him without. Because imagine you trade Jimmy, Trey Lance is terrible. Now you just lost your job, first of all. Second, what if all these rumors, oh, yeah, we're going with Trey. We don't really want Jimmy. We're going to trade him. Then you start the season off 0-6. You're telling me all the fans the the next time he he throws an interception are going to start the Jimmy chance? You're going to get into one of those situations where it's like, we did this to ourselves, didn't we? Yeah. I think, uh, you know, if they aren't able to get a deal, a good deal, one, well, I'll say this to start here. Jimmy getting hurt, getting the surgery at the end of the season, hurt hurt him, hurt his his value a little bit in terms of getting getting picked up by a team because we all assumed he would be somewhere by now, right? You know, when the season ended, we all thought Jimmy Garoppolo <clears throat> would be on another team. We said Pittsburgh, Indianapolis. All these other all these other teams we felt like were were viable um, to to acquire him. So now you know he's still in the 49ers. Um, you know they were just in the NFC Conference Championship game with them. Uh, you know they were in a Super Bowl two year three years ago, two three years ago. I mean he wins. He he's, has a good relationship with Kyle. The team seems to you know like him. He has a good um, so. Yes, I know they they you know they they got all those picks and traded up. For Trey Lance, I think I think it's good for Lance. I mean, compete, win the job. 
win, win the team over. I mean, that's that's the that's the best competition you're gonna get. That's the best challenge you're gonna get. Show the team you're the guy, and you just you sh- I'll I'll play the guy that went to you know two NFC conference championship games, uh, made a Super Bowl appearance, and and has won what you know seventy percent of his games um, in, in the last in the last three four years ago. I mean, last three four years on the team. So go go show the team that yo I'm that guy, and um, it's my time now. I think. They, I think if he does that, the team will ride for him uh, 100%. Go out there and compete, battle against them. I mean, I know these quarterbacks, they get cuddled, they get babied, you know, pretty much for their entire time being, being at that position. But, you know, it's still real life at the end of the day. And, you know, if you want to be the best, you still got to you you compete. You have to compete. And I think it, it'll show the team, the organization, uh, that, you know, we got our guy and we're going to move forward. And then if he beats Jimmy Garoppolo out, and then, then it's time, yeah. Then it's time to go make that move and and um and, and try to and try to get a try to get a deal for uh to 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 move trade Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm almost in a situation though where like I can't like you almost can't go into the season with Jimmy as your backup in my eyes. You almost can't do it because he's been one already. I, no, so no, no, I don't. I don't mean it that way. I mean more of a like him breathing down Trey's neck, like that's going to put pressure on him. And listen, a professional athlete, you can't really look at pressure, you know, whatever, blah, blah. As we know, people are, you know, human, by the way. Uh, I just can't see it not affecting them. I can't see the, like, you, listen, we mentioned, you know, the Baker and Deshaun thing. You're going to sit here and tell me that the media, especially in San Francisco, every single training camp, you know, who, who made better throws? Who made better throws? Is, is Jimmy your starter? Is, is it Trey? And then whoever wins, it's gonna they're gonna immediately go to the backup and be like, "Oh, what do you think about this?" And you get misquoted one time, and and you see what happens. Like, I I feel like you just gotta ride with Trey. Like you in your heart, you knew this was what you wanted to do, and now because of the surgery, you might not get as much as you want. But in my, it's almost you not getting exactly what you want is almost worth not destroying Trey's confidence before it even starts. But where is he gonna go? That's the thing. Like we just said with Baker, is there isn't a spot right now that's that's available for him to go. I mean, Pittsburgh, I'm still, yeah. I mean, we, we're we're both not high on Trubisky. Seattle, I, I think we I think we both think they're gonna get a quarterback in the draft. It's like, you know, it, it's he's in a tough spot, you know. And I think it's maybe a little di- a little bit different because I think Baker is just. I think his um, his personality is much different than Garoppolo's. Oh yeah, so I don't He's think it would more be, brash. Yeah, I don't think it would be that much of a distraction um, if you know f- for that for that situation. But I mean, I, I see what you're saying. You know, you want to give you want to give Trey the confidence and like you want to give him the keys. You know, you're our guy. But then also, you know, for me, it's like okay, yeah, you still got to earn it at the end of the day. I mean, you got to earn it. You can't just and all the all the other players on the team and positions they got to earn their spot. So you should be you should do yeah, it too. You right. should do it too. That's what I'm saying. So keep him until whatever happens, you know, whatever, keep him and then compete for that job. Compete compete for the starting spot. And if Trey Lance is that guy, he's gonna he'll win the job. And and then you move forward. That's it. Well, we're gonna find out what happens because even the great CJ, you're spitting knowledge all the time, can't see into the future. Can't see uh, can't see into the future. 
Definitely so, can't. <laughs> we're gonna find out. I can't listen. There's just so many things going. On. I can't wait to see how everything unfolds. It's gonna be just simply unbelievable. What also is unbelievable is how bad the NFC is. I'm sorry, it's just not good. We have yeah. the Bucks, the Rams, and the Packers. By the way, after that, I'm good. I'm good. You can put any other NFC team on there, and uh, I'm borderline watching the game. I'm, I'm kidding because you put football on in front of me. I'm watching it, but um, <laughs> I mean, we said it. It's probably the Cardinals after that, and then I'm being I'm being 125 percent serious right now, CJ. Those four teams: Bucks, Rams, Packers, and then you throw the Cardinals in there. I have no idea who else does anything in, in that in that conference. I mean, if you want to talk about contenders, right? I think that list stops at three. If you want to talk about teams that are going to make the playoffs, obviously I could probably you know try and name some. But contenders, I wouldn't even put the Cardinals on there. I mean, look at it. You lost Chandler Jones. You lost Christian and Kirk. You haven't really replaced them either. Um, you signed James Conner back, but I think they lost their backup, right? Wasn't Kenyon Drake their back? No, Kenyon Chase, Chase Edmonds on the Dolphins. Chase now. Edmonds, yes, Chase Edmonds went to the Dolphins. So, like, gosh, the offense is stacked. Like, I like, what are you doing? Like, I don't know what you're doing. So, after those three teams, contender being the keyword, I'm good. Hey, no, there's no other contenders. Yeah, I agree. The one interesting team to me it would be uh, Minnesota. It's Minnesota, man. I mean, they have the roster. They just got um, Zadarius Smith, uh, which I thought he was going to be a Raven, and then he does the he does the pump fake, he does the the Randy Gregory, <laughs> and and goes to and goes to the Vikings. It was it was a shocker? Um, you know they they got him. They still got Barr. They still have Kendricks. I think they got to clean up that secondary a little bit. Harrison, Harrison Smith is getting is getting a little bit older, so that, it's getting older, not a little bit. He's getting older. He's getting up there in age. Um, they're gonna have to, you know, get some younger guys, get some good players at that position. Kirk, man, Kirk is like, you know, again, we shout out to his agent, man. He keeps collecting checks. He's had a fully, fully guaranteed contracts for the last what five years. It's a big opportunity for him, man. This, and, um, and then they get Kevin O'Connell, I believe, is their is their new head coach. Um, so he's coming. He's coming from the Ram that Rams organization, and. People are expecting some some big things. Championship coordinator, and now he's going to the Vikings with a stacked offense. The offense is stacked with with JJ Thielen should be healthy. Dalvin Cook, um, they, they they got some guys over there that, that are that are really special. So uh, I think the Vikings I think the Vikings could be a team. Dallas, yeah, Dallas is going to be in it just because the division is not. I saw I saw Cowherd. He did he did this he did his QB hierarchy. Oh, I saw that. He had Carson over over Dak. I was like, "Yo, bro, the guy's been on three teams in the last two years." How I, I, I was? Don't talk about Commander Carson like that. I, I don't see it. I, I don't see it. But I think, I think Huntington, DC. You know what I mean? That's bad. That's bad. That's bad. That's bad, bro. <laughs> but I, I do think the I do think the Commanders could be really good. Um, it's gonna come down to. Commander Carson, Winsington, whatever. <laughs> it's gonna come down to Carson, and um, he, he's gonna have to. He's gonna have to play well because they were. They did win a division two years ago, and they they're they're competitive. They're a good team. Uh, Chase Young coming back. They got some. They have a young defense. McLaren, C, uh, I was about to say C, Curtis Samuel is, is, should be healthy now. He had had a lot of injuries last year. He should be healthy. Logan Thomas should be healthy. Um, Antonio Gibson out the backfield. So, I mean, you could argue this is like some of the best weapons Carson has had in his career. 
I mean, I think out of the last four years, probably. Yeah. So, I mean, again, this guy gets, this guy has gotten ample opportunities. This is his third time. This is really three strikes to me. Um, and then you, then it's, then it's, then it's backup, this backup season. So it's just real. Um, and you know, this, this is a, this is a good opportunity for him to, to show he could still be a starting quarterback in the NFL and they have a great team, a great roster, I should say. And they're going to be in it. Eagles were in the playoffs last year. I think they're going to get better. Um, I, I do think they got that to improve at, at the wide receiver, wide receiver position. Give Devontae Smith the ball. I wasn't too sure what, what was going on with that in the beginning of the season. He just wasn't getting enough targets. I, I didn't understand that. But, you know, they seem to be a run-oriented team because Jalen Hurts, that's what that's what he's great at right now. But he's going to have to improve as a passer. Um, if if he wants to if he wants to be the guy for the future for for Philadelphia, um, so yeah, like you said, I mean those top three teams are are definitely head and shoulders above everybody else. I think got to throw the Saints in there too. Saints in there, I mean they went what nine and eight with five quarterbacks last <laughs> year. Uh, bringing Jameis back, bringing Jameis back who knows the offense. Dennis Allen did a great Thomas. job. Michael Thomas, yeah, but, uh, uh, Michael so Thomas actually played this season. Yeah, See Michael, that uh, Taysom Hill's focusing over there on tight end, which 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 is great for him. Um, that's what he needs to play. I think that'd be a good a good spot for him. He's a, a physical guy. He's not a quarterback. This <laughs> Carson needs Commander Foles if he wants to win another ring. Comrade Carson, he said. <laughs> Don't stop talking about Wentz DC, bro. I'm, I'm unbelievable. DC, oh man, <laughs> I can sit here all day, all day, bro, all day. Um. But yeah, it's uh, it's yeah, it's not. I, th- I think I think those are a couple teams out there in, in the NFC that, that that can make it competitive. But to me, I think you know the Vikings could be a, a real wild card because of, because of their offense. And you know, Kirk, you know, I've, I've critiqued Kirk on the show and also in our chat. You know, but he's a, he's he's good. He's he's a good quarterback. But you know, I, do I feel like he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback? I don't think so. Um, but he could prove me wrong. I mean, he could definitely prove me wrong. Go out there, ball out this year, get get the Vikings back into the playoffs. Win a couple of playoff games, and I'll say I'll come back. I'll come on the show and be like, "Yeah, I was wrong." But until that, you know, that's just what it is. Listen, all I'm saying is, we had Corey in the house back in the day. That'd be once in the house. I'm just saying. Oh my gosh! On top of that division, that'd don't, be sitting high. Don't, do don't do that show. Don't do that show like that, man. Come on. That'd be sitting high on on Carson O'Hill. You know what I mean? Just saying. I'm just saying. Oh yeah. Better have the Wentz Memorial instead of Lincoln. I'm just saying, man. He he better he better he better step up, bro. Like I said, it's it's three strikes for the boy. Jim Irsay. Jim Irsay was like uh, he bodied him. That's a lot, bro. In one season, you know what I mean. And then you go to reactionary. He's a little reactionary. But then he goes to Dan Snyder. (laughs) Let's talk about reactionary. (laughs) It's the definition of reactionary, but. Listen, yeah, um, everybody's gonna be proven wrong, wrong when they rename it, you know, the Wentz Tunnel instead of the Lincoln Tunnel. I'm just saying. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's just I think I think I think the NFL right now, you know, it could be it, we could see a. It's, it's going to take a lot of things to go right, um, in that conference. I don't think it's only but so many quarterbacks. They don't have a Burrow type where they can have a Cincinnati Bengal type type season, in the NFC. So, um, I still think it's going to be those top three teams. When it's all said and done. Well, CJ, let's get into the important news, bro. 
Very <laughs> listen, all this has been very good, but first first world problems part two, man. Oh, important news. Will Smith smacked the shit out of Chris Rock. <laughs> and those are the words from hey Chris Rock himself. Right, yeah, CJ. Definitely. Before we start the conversation, I have a very important question. Which team are we on, huh? I'm on nobody's team. I, 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 I mean, listen, bro. I, honestly, like when I was when I was older, man. I mean, as I'm got as I've gotten older, I started to really like not care about these celebrities and stuff like that. I used to follow all these guys on IG and Twitter and all this other shit, bro. Like at the end of the day, they're just regular people, talented in a certain field. That's all they are to me. You know what I mean? You mean like us, CJ? You mean like us? Yeah, just like us. You know, we just don't have as many eyes right now, but soon come, soon come. So. You know they're just you know they're just you know they're just mid to me they're just mid with with you know great fields that's that's how I see them, and like for me, I, words words are not gonna get me to the point where I'm gonna walk up to in that in that setting, and and, and smack and, and smack them like that. You knew first off you knew you were gonna win the Oscar for best actor. You knew you were gonna win. You're in the front row, Venus and Serena are there. You know they're not pulling up. If you're not gonna win best, if you're not gonna win the, the Oscar for best actor, it's just not happening. So you you pretty much degraded your moment, you know. And for 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 a movie that I didn't I didn't I didn't see King Richard. I, I haven't either. It, I heard I heard it was good. I heard he did a good job in portraying their dad. Um, and, and and he did a biopic type movie. So it wasn't like one of these like movies where it's like Training Day, where it's like you, could, you play like when Denzel he, did, he played a bad cop, you know, a dirty cop. It was different. And you're doing you're doing a, a movie on somebody else that you know pretty much raised two superstars. So it's bigger than you, really. Like it's bigger than you. But again, again, these are you know these are actors. You know they get all dressed up and you know they just you know celebrate how great they are. Cool, cool. You know there's an award for that. They've been doing it for years. Congrats, Cuck Smith. Hey, listen, that's listen. crazy. That's listen. crazy. I just feel like he, um, to me, I understand the joke. Like, it to me, it was mild. It wasn't even like it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad, but to me, I, it wasn't that bad. But it's just like it was, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was bigger than the joke. I feel like it was just a collection of everything, all the heat he's been getting over the last couple, couple years, the red table talk. The meme when he's sitting there crying, I'm out, you know, crying because you know Jade is pretty much telling him what what, what transpired with the entanglement. And I, I mean, I, Will Smith used to be the guy growing up. Like I said Fresh Smith, I mean Fresh Prince, Independence Day, Men in Black. You know, all these movies. You know, he was definitely the guy in that growing up. But you know, like I said, as we get older, you start to see like you know, they're just regular people. A lot of them are you know not great people. <laughs> so it's like. Um, you know, they're just getting the field. So the the joke was mild, but it was just a collection of everything. And he went up there. I think it was unprofessional. I think it's definitely unprofessional for sure. Uh, he was emotional. He's an emotional guy, and you, and you can't you can't let your emotions get get you get you to that point, man. It's just words. At the end of the day, you're a comedian, just like Chris Rock. You know, there's some times where people try to step step over the line, but he really didn't take it that crazy. I mean, I know she has a I know she has a condition. Uh, where she loses her hair, but all in all, yeah. I felt like you know what's crazy. She really came out, made a whole video talking about she don't care what nobody says about her hair. That's crazy. How are you that mad then? How are you that mad then? 
Yeah, I mean, again, it was just, you know, he's just, I feel like it was just a collection of, of all the heat he's been getting over the last two years. Because during the, remember, during the pandemic, I mean, he was like the talk of the talk of the, the world, you know, for the wrong reasons, for the for the wrong reasons. Cause remember, he had just came back to IG a couple of years ago. I mean, he had just started IG a couple of years ago. People were like, yo, like, when is Will Smith going to make an Instagram? Da, da, da. He was, you know, the guy on IG. And then he came and then, you know, pandemic happened and all this came out of nowhere, August comes out and says, this is not, uh, yeah. So I'm, you know, it's tough. It's tough, man. I mean, I feel like, you know, if there was some, you know, I don't like to play the Stephen A card, you know, we always talk about the race, but you know, if there was some other, you know, different type of situations of people, I don't think, you know, those actions would have transpired. That's my opinion. Um, but- uh, I'm just saying if, 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 if the rock was up there making that joke, Will Smith sitting his ass right in the chair, right in the chair. That's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. So he felt like, you know, he, he went up there. He, I mean, to, at first I thought it was staged. And then when he when he sat back down and started saying what he was saying, yeah, like, yeah. no, don't talk about my wife. And then I was like, yeah, okay. That's, and then I saw, uh, I forgot her name, but, you know, she, she was in like, she was in, I forgot what, she was in, a, was she in the Black Panther? Yeah, she was in the Black Panthers. Um uh, I forgot her name, man, but she was sitting right next to Will. And then I looked at her face. She, I saw her facial expression, and that kind of showed me like, oh, this, this might be, this might be pretty real. And then you see the video of Denzel and Bradley Cooper trying to like calm him down. I'm like, yo, this is just again first world problems. First yo, world. I completely agree with you that like even like I haven't truly never understood like, um, like putting, uh. Celebrities on like a, a higher pedestal than everybody else. Like, bro, I, I'm good. Uh, what's it? Vic said, "Alpha is not cancer. I don't know why people are treating her like a hero, survivor. She battled leukemia. See, that's my thing, bro. Like, here's my bro. D- does does everybody forget like who Chris Rock is? Like, we forgot he's a comedian. Did we forget that's that funny. like any? Did we forget any? Every award show is basically a roast session. Like the first twenty minutes of every single award show." Is a roast session of everybody in the crowd, and here's my other point too. Jada is an actor or, or a, a celebrity herself. Not she's not Will Smith's wife. She's a, a person herself. So yeah. it's not like it's not like oh, I'm some famous dude and my wife is somebody that I met in high school and you know works as a teacher and all of a sudden you're attacking her. She's a celebrity. So at a place where celebrities get roasted, guess what? She caught a stray bullet. Big deal. Like you said, the joke mid. I thought it was pretty funny. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I laughed a little bit. I really yeah, it was did. Just, it was just like that, you know. It wasn't. You that's know, what I'm saying. It wasn't. And like that's the thing. It's alopecia, bro. She's she's just fine. She's living a great life. She ain't. Gonna, she ain't. Cause like oh, and and that's bro. That's the other thing I hate. Like everybody talking about oh, like it, you know that's that's Will Smith getting back at generations of men bringing down. Oh, woman, and I'm like, bro, really? Now, now, now we're going. Now we're all philosophers, huh? Now we're philosophers. Everybody yeah. want to be. Everybody want to be Plato so bad. I mean, well, it's not. It's not that. It's it's we live in a world where you know you need that dopamine, bro. You need that people. Be oh, no, absolutely. Because you know you, you see that one like on Twitter, all of a sudden your tweet viral. You're, I mean, yeah, you got enough. You got enough serotonin to last you a lifetime. Yeah. Everybody, everybody wants to be Plato on on Twitter, man. Everybody wants to be Socrates on Twitter. For, for <laughs> I was just life. about to say the Socrates name drop. It's, Damn, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's it's just it's cringe. It's cringe. I, I see I'm it all cheap. the time. But yeah, no. 
idolizing them, stupid, but I'm Team Chris Rock all the way. Will Smith kind of handled like a bitch. Also, Chris Rock, you're better man than me. Better man than me. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm telling you right now, you come up to me and slap me in the face, ain't no way that you walking away. No, you I, might, I might lose the fight. I might lose. Probably would. But there are certain times I'm fully willing. Fully willing. Because there ain't no way you're doing that walking away. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, he handled it very professional, man. I will say that. Bro. I think a lot, of, a lot of people. I mean, it's the wrong, the wrong person. They could have been really throwing down in there, bro. I mean, for real. Like it could, it could have got crazy. And then the fact that it again just speaks to the, you know, the level that these that these people are. You know, no security comes in, nothing. You know, he just walks bro, up. There, literally walks up there, smacks him, goes to the back. Like this man accepted the Oscar. Or, yeah, then the Oscar, right? yeah. Like twenty minutes later. And then went to the after party. Bro, if I did that, I'm in cuffs before the slap even hits his face. And this and this is what I mean. Like, you know, it's uh, you know, again, first world problems, bro. And uh he was again he was dealing with a lot, you know. Again, like I said, I'm not I'm not not the biggest fan of of Will Smith in terms of like character wise. Chris from Brooklyn, so you know he helped I mean, if, if, if everybody hates Chris. Is a uh, is a biography. Is a, is a, yeah, is a biography of him. Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, you can't, can't go that far. Great show, though. Can't go that far. A great show. Everybody hates Chris. Was just magnificent. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I do remember. It. it was really good, man. It was. It was good while it lasted for sure. Um, and it, you know, it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of fitting. <laughs> why everybody hates Chris? Because the man really just, you know, got slapped in front of the whole world. Those um, comedy yeah. specials he's got coming up at a go curve. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's gonna make so much money off this. It's 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 not even funny. I mean, you know, technically Will could too, you know, off the memes and stuff like that. And he could he could spin it, you know, he could definitely spin it to a way where he can make money as well. But um a lot of people are gonna look at him differently. Um and and then and again, Chris Rock, yeah, he's gonna make so much money. He could do a whole he could do it. I'm pretty sure Netflix is you know, sending him. They got the Brinks truck right now. Yeah, they, they, just robbed, they just robbed, uh, what's it called? Four Knox. They just went to Four Knox. <laughs> I got something for you. Yeah, they're sending him, they're sending him blank checks right now. So he's, uh, he's about to flourish. He's about to come up on that. And it was just wild. I, I haven't even watched, I, haven't, I don't remember the last time. I don't even think I've ever sat down and really watched Not, that. not one time. Not one time. I think I've ever sat down. Maybe like when I was younger, because like, you know, the, we had it was just my mom was watching and I had no oh, other choice. Absolutely. Like that other than that, but like as you know, as I got older, not looking for it. Grammy, same thing. Not looking for it. When I was, when I was younger, yeah, I used to watch it, but not looking for it, man. Only good thing about everything, once I heard it happen, I turned it on. So I got to see my girl Billy Eilish win her Oscar. <laughs> you know, Billy, you ever free? I'm just saying, I'm right here. <laughs> Available as ever. Um, CJ, uh, Perry said something. He said uh, nobody even talking about Samuel Jackson when his first presented, when his first was entered by Denzel. But it's all about Chris Rock and slap. Yeah, well, it was I, like, that. It was that was like um, because and, and even oh, I can't remember who it was, but the oh, actually, yeah, it was Chris Rock. <laughs> Chris Rock was there presenting the award. And Quest Love won it for like best documentary or something too. Like, so all everything got thrown out the window for that one thing. But there were some really nice moments, and that's the thing that uh, happens when 
you go when you go viral for something like that. But CJ, we we can tie it all back into football. I see because this is what we do here. We we're, we're professionals. What's your favorite NFL fight? Because I, mine's easy. If you don't go Josh Norman and OBJ, like that's that's easy for me. Also, I already I can see in your face. I know where you're going. Are you going with the Andre Johnson route? Yeah, I'm going Andre Johnson, Corlin Finnegan, uh, 100, definitely got uppercut. Finnegan was a was a pest at DB back in the day. Used to give wide receivers a lot of problems. So he was on the Titans, and Andre, you know, quiet guy, man, never said anything. Just did it. Just that was the first time anybody's ever seen him, you know, get out of character. And you know, he just got fed up with it. He ripped his helmet off, caught him with a couple of uppercuts. I was like, whoa, that was that was crazy. Um, Josh Norman OBJ, one hundred percent is is also up there. Those are those are the the, the two the top two that come to mind. You also got to go with the one that I just remembered. I mean, who can forget the the helmet swing with Miles Garrett and Mason Rudolph? Oh I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah! I forgot about that. That was crazy. That was. Crazy. <laughs> I could not believe when I saw that happen. I remember watching that game, and I was like, "He just he just hit him with a helmet." Yeah, you know, I was walking. I was I was walking like uh, downtown, and I just happened to look right, like at it, like just past the bar, and the game was on. I just, and I just see the Derek swing his helmet over. I, was, I just I'm just stopping, and like as I'm just looking at it, like yo, what the like, what's going on here, man? And then I got home, and it was on yeah Thursday. It was a Thursday night football game. I was just looking. I'm like, what the what, what what's going on? And then I went home. Like okay, so he's out for the season. <laughs> it, got, it got busy. It yeah, it got, got busy. it got bad. It got bad, man. But yeah, those those are the ones that that I remember um, vividly, man. Uh, I think AJ Green had one. AJ Green and Jalen Ramsey when he Jalen Ramsey when that's he what, tossed him down and started like choking him. Yeah, yeah, that was that was that was definitely one too. Akeem Talib, Steve Smith, Ice Up Son, they had gotten into it. Talib and uh, Michael Crabtree with the chain snatching. Oh right, yep, yep, yeah. Crabtree and Sherman. Yeah. Yeah, that. I mean. they, had some, they had some battles. They had some battles, man. It's always it's always wide receiver DB. Always. It seems to be, man. I mean because even like the linemen, you see them, they, they get into like little tussles. They'll get into the pushing the pushing matches and things like that. Nobody's throwing punches as the linemen. They always yeah. always a pushing match. Those wide receivers and DBs, though. Because they're like they're all on the they're all they're all on the outside, you know what I'm saying? They're all on the outside by themselves. So it can probably get a little nasty out there, man. I, I see I see why they they're always just a tussle. You never see quarterbacks in court and fights with anybody, except the ref, really. Also, also <laughs> wide receivers and DBs worst people to get into a fight with because bro, you have to use your hands and you gotta use your hands to fight. You break your hand, next thing you know, you're done. You break yeah. your hand as a D lineman, you just put a cast over it. I see is when these guys start punching guys with helmets on. It's literally God, God, the God. that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen, bro. Like you just that's that's your like you said that's your money maker right there is your hands. Like other than your other than your legs, <laughs> like you're just out here punching dudes with helmets on. It's that's, what, that's it's, why I make sure nobody messes this up. You know, money maker right here. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, what a show. What a show if I say so myself. Unless you got anything else, CJ, I think we wrap it up there. But, um, yeah, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? I'll do the same, then we can skedaddle on out of here. Yes, sir. It's Twitch, CJ versus the world. 
um, at on Twitter at cjames9 underscore GardaPod at GardaPod on IG, linktree.com slash cjames9. Um, also host of co-host of Count the Bucket um, Saturdays and Sundays um, at 9 p.m., 9.30 p.m. Yeah, uh, just coll- collabing with uh, with Michael Lawson, Nick Andre, and uh, Mark Bellevue. So uh, they're doing doing the great things over there, covering all things the NBA, playoffs coming around. So, um, you know, <clears throat> talking about some stuff, talking about some hoops. Uh, glad to be talking about that now. So, yeah, those, those, those are places where you can find me, guys. Also on ColorCast as well, C. James, at C. James USN. Um, yeah. CJ, the busiest guy over here on Unwrapped. Um, <clears throat> as for me, Anthony Conover underscore over on Twitter. You should know that by now. Come on, people. Um, Gen Z Sports is my show on Monday, 7 Eastern. Talk a little bit about everything. Uh, you can follow that account right there, Gen Z Sports. Uh, Tuesdays, obviously, me and CJ are here. We got you covered, everything in the NFL. And then Thursdays. Listen, I do this show, but a baseball version of it. That's how I like to, you know, call it. A little backstop banter. Nine Eastern, everything in the baseball world. We're about nine days away, people. Nine days away from opening day. So uh, make sure you get your jerseys out. Nice little glove. Go have a catch in the front yard, okay? And uh, get again the baseball spirit. Uh, Acon over USN over there on uh, ColorCast as well. If you type in USN, you'll be able to find all of us on ColorCast. Uh, Anthony underscore Conover on Twitch as well. I put all the pods there. And speaking of the pods, listen, all the ones I just mentioned, including this one, of course, available everywhere, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. And uh, listen, thank you for tuning in, everybody. We appreciate it as per usual. And uh, listen, we will see you next week, all right? Don't get Will Smith out there.